Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland for season two, episode two. And it was Friday the 13th this past like weekend. So I really love all the energy because we had the 111 portal and then Friday the 13th. So it's been a special energy since we dropped our episode. Dude, we've been like the energy that came off of us coming back was wild. Like I almost I almost didn't anticipate having so many people being like, like waiting for that episode drop, but so many people hit my inbox and one girl like shared one of my reels in her story and I liked it and I reshared it or whatever. And she's like, Oh my God, you don't even understand. Like listening to you guys on the podcast, like it's gotten me through so much shit. And I'm just like, Holy fuck. Like we're affecting people by like being each other's person absolutely love the podcast it's actually kind of mind-blowing ever since we got the Spotify wrapped I started using Spotify but that Spotify wrapped really sent me to the next level with inspiration because I was like there's no way that that many people were listening to us directly on Spotify because like let's just be honest there's no way hundreds of people have reached out and been like you're my number one podcast you know what I mean like we've had people reach out but like seeing that I think it was like 158 people had us as their number one podcast I'm like "Mm, game changer and that's only on Spotify and like when we use anchor and stuff because it's a Spotify hosted platform the numbers that we see reflected on there are only Spotify numbers and I didn't know that so then when we were getting the wraps from like Apple and all this other stuff I'm like Wait, so you're telling me that like the numbers we saw were on one fucking platform, but like, uh, it's just, it's fucking crazy. And I think that for creators, that is so much inspiration because seeing that as a creator, getting like that feedback is really cool. And I know I'd seen people post things about it before, but when it applies to your own personal project, it's a big deal. I've been getting a lot more questions about like my personal life than I was before. Cause like with Coven of Rejects, it's all about other people's stories. And like, yeah, I kind of share my gifts here and there, but like, it's to talk about them. And then now that we've started this, like I had somebody reach out and was like, so why did, why do you have daddy issues? And I'm like, pretty sure I never said I had daddy issues, but let me tell you the story about my dad's and like, I made a TikTok about it. And so I don't know it's cool to, to like be wanting to have people know your personal story. But I also know that once you start opening yourself up where you share more about your life, more people feel entitled to being involved in your life. And so that's like a happy medium that I'm going to be learning to walk is what things to like be open about. And then what things are just kind of like, that's my personal shit. And I don't need to have that be public knowledge, you know? I agree. I keep a lot of things private, to be honest. People may feel like they know a lot about me, but I keep a lot private. Like the only thing like really about me is that I'm into spiritual stuff and I have a podcast and she be showing that booty online. 
Yeah, that's it. That's all y'all know. <laughs> that's all you know. I think Gemini wants to be my manager. I think I think deep down she's ready to get me promoted on the on the platforms out there. This is the thing though, is yes, that's true. But I have all the ideas of things you don't want to do. And so I you know what I like I'm no, that person who like I'll find the opportunities like I've thought my whole life what I would do if I had that body. So trust me, like I tell you what you could do with it, but you've got to use that tool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, you're, you're something else. And you know, it's crazy. So many women think like, oh, if I look like, like that, I would, or I look like bunny, I would, but like, there's so much, I feel like stress that goes along with that. Cause you talk about the entitlement that people project just anyways, like, imagine if they're actually like entitled to that more intimate side of like they feel like they're entitled to that like no way that's too much power over me and I don't like anyone to have power over me like authority figures and whoever like that ain't that ain't it I don't like being told what to do I like to be able to do it my way and I will get the job done you give me expectations and I want to do it my way period so like I don't know too much I totally mean it as a joke obviously because like if I wanted to make it happen I would make it happen you know what I mean but it's just more fun when I think of it being you and not me because it's (laughs) you and I'll have to do it (laughs) you know what's crazy the only thing I think I may enjoy would be like if I was rating them and being mean to them like like I know girls like you want to be like a dominatrix and like be like yeah uh, Uh, that's the only way I think I could do it like on there like on on something where people feel like they're you know connected or whatever but yeah like <laughs> I don't know I could just then you're gonna have those messages of people in your inbox now like how much does it take how much do I have to pay you to fuck me up oh god <laughs> oh god you know what wow don't dm me that don't get any crazy ideas well you're not actually doing that but if you did that's the kind of messages that it would open up that's the thing too like Fucking content creating and sharing shit online and whatever is cool, but everybody does eventually like run away with it. Like there is going to be the creeper that listens to something and be like, oh, this is her fantasy. I better talk to her about it. You know, I've had some weird, weird messages and people really thought it through what they're about to say. They might not say it. They think about it because their fat thumbs type it out. And then their pointer finger has to push send. Like they had to stop masturbating to send you that message. Oh my God. (laughs) Jim and I was like, we're going to make it raunchy this season. We're going to go Howard Stern this season. I'm so sorry. She's like, is your kid listening? We'll turn it off. Disclaimer. I'm just kidding. But you know, what's really cool. I think about our friendship is that we can talk about like, unbiased like taboo shit like that's what's cool about our relationship is we do talk about a lot of stuff that other people I don't know if they talk about it well and the word taboo was like when you and I were talking about what we were going to do with the podcast it was going to be like uncensored opinions and it being a place where we were able to like express ourselves and I just feel hella comfortable like in our communication dynamic and whatever that sometimes even though I know people are listening, I forget that people are probably listening with their kids. And like, just a disclaimer, if you listen to me, I'm usually not kid friendly. Like, it's shocking. I have a child. Um, you know, sorry. 
I mean, I think that the F word is definitely in your top five words. It is. Yeah, it's like, it's a good word. But you know what? I'm not really sure that we talk about anything that other people don't think. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people yeah. think of the things that we're talking about. And I know that that's kind of been like the common thing that people have said, like, wow, I was thinking that, or I was thinking about that, or I was wondering about that. You know, I think there's like this collective awareness that we're both very much aware and tapped into because we are always giving readings and making videos and TikToks and stuff like that. It opens us up to collective energy. Like whenever I'm pulling a collective message or whatever, like, we're channeling that energy. And I think, yeah, it might not apply to everyone, but there is a, a big portion of people that if they saw it, it would apply to them or it could apply to them or whatever. But I do think that the overabundance of information right now, you just have to be really like discerning of what you're believing or absorbing. Like I still have people to this day that is like, is this you messaging me on Instagram? And I know these people in real life, in real life, in real life, know these people. I'm like, do I talk like that? Do I sound like that? And they're like, well, it sounded scammy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know. I really liked what you said about like, stop fucking telling me. I wish y'all would just like report them and not even mention it. Cause I already know. Cause 97 other people told me. And it's just yeah, I just, energy. at some point you're like, for me, I don't like seeing that because like, I try to tell myself like it's free marketing, whatever. And like a majority of the time it doesn't bother me, but there are some times when I'm just like, dude, like you're scamming people in my name, like taking people, like it sucks to watch people get their money taken. And it also sucks to feel like, well, if I don't warn people then they don't know, but at this point you're just dumb, you know? I just think that unfortunately there's a lot of new people to the spiritual arena and they're carping. Yeah. Like it's, it's not that people are dumb. I think it's just that genuinely to the core, this may be like their first interaction with a spiritual scammer, like just straight up, like, you know, and then now like, it's so easy to spot them. Like a, a shit ton of scammers have been following the podcast page because we both have it, I guess, in our bio and then the other scammers copy it and, I don't know what it is, but it's like legitimately the the podcast page has been getting so many scammer follows and messages. I like, I want to read you. You know what I mean? That's why I posted that one on the story. It was like scammer. And it's just some random lady. I don't even think we follow her. It's just like, it's that bad. See, and for me, like if you've never followed me before, or you don't know, like my pages whatever and a scammer comes at you pretending to be me like I I kind of understand that a little bit more but like if you follow me and you follow my pages and stuff and a random page messages you at that point that's where I get frustrated because I'm like I'm putting so much content here and I do so much free stuff that why would I then reach out to people you know what I mean like I just yeah. if you see that like I have a brand and a business why would I be going out of my way to message you like I don't have time like I have all the time in the world. I think it's funny is a lot of people after they find out that like, after I tell them like, no, that's a scammer, like whatever. They're like, damn, that's clout. I wish I had scammers. Like I've had at least seven people, mainly men tell me they wish they had scammers. Like what? 
Does that mean that you got like fans or hoes or like, what's that mean? Like what it means to me is that they're taking money away from my business and from other people because they're getting nothing in return. At least with my business, you're getting a bomb ass service or reading. Instead, you're getting a fucking copy and pasted reading and you're spending money. The biggest problem for me is like, it doesn't matter how many times I tell people the same people are the same people that every time be like, is this you? How many times am I going to tell you? So I don't know. I've almost like just like, like when people send me the message, I just like it. I don't even reply. Normally I'm just like, no, it's a scammer. I just like it. Like, no, like the very first page post on my page is this is my only profile. <laughs> I don't know what else I can say. I don't know. Like, I think maybe I might just make my top three pin posts. This is my only profile like real big like you know what I mean because then when the yeah. still that because right now the problem is they still things and then they buy likes and they buy followers and it looks kind of legit so like I understand if you've never been exposed to scammers but like if you follow any music artist or you enter any giveaway on Instagram you've been messaged by a scammer it's no different than a spiritual scammer writing you something very similar. No one cares what your Zodiac is. No one, I never even asked people their Zodiac. Like, what kind of question is that? Like, I don't know. It's just like, it sounds so basic and weird that it's like, they're really taking advantage of people and it sucks. Yeah. Well, I think that there are scammers that take advantage of people. I think that there are other people that take advantage of other people and I think it all sucks I think that y'all are just racking up karmic debt not y'all but the scammers and whoever like people if you take advantage of people places and things like it shows up in a different way in your life and I don't have no fear when I sleep at night I sleep good as fuck and I don't have any worries so I just encourage everyone to live by that like maybe no one's watching but I promise you spirits calculating all the points there's some point system going on beneath the surface and if you are fucking doing harm into the world like that just comes back to you times 10 like any in any way like that's why I always say like when someone's projecting onto you and they're trying to trigger you don't go to their level because that creates the frequency between you two of being the same like stay in your vibration set boundaries and then literally remove yourself that's like what I'm having to learn is like the best thing for me is to just remove myself like you don't have access to me anymore so maybe the next time I come around you're gonna act right but you lose access to someone six months or whatever like you either are gonna appreciate that relationship or not and with family it'd be the hardest so I know anyone listening that has those difficult relationships with your parents and your family it is about you staying in your own vibration. It's about you putting your own boundaries and things forward. Like that's the priority. We're not, the priority isn't the longevity of this connection or the fact that you're my father or my brother or whatever. It's the fact that energy is not reciprocated. It's not respected. It's not appreciated. Like when we start adding up the points, like you're negative. And that means I got to cut you. And, you know, maybe it's not forever. Maybe it is in some cases, but some shit, you can't just keep allowing it because you're allowing it at that point. I think that a lot of people 
hang on in those kinds of relationships too long because they're waiting for somebody to realize their fault and say that they're sorry. And that's like something that somebody is needing is an acknowledgement and a recognition from somebody who does them shitty. And that's just like not going to come. Like you have to take the responsibility and be like, this is never going to be different. And the only way that this can be different and have a different energy is if I remove myself from the situation and go find a different energy. And also, I think that like setting boundaries and choosing not to have a relationship with people anymore, it doesn't always even need to be announced. Like you don't even always need to voice like I'm putting a separation between us. You can just take a step back and focus on what you're doing and just stop fucking going around because I just feel like the need to announce it sometimes is like the need to have a drama about it. And Mm -hmm. it's just a way for you to round about have that conversation where you tell them you need them to apologize. So then you can stay in the same toxic cycle. Legitimately, a lot of these one-sided connections keep you in those loops of like push and pull and drama and chaos. And like when your life is quiet or relationships are absent of chaos, like you feel alone or you feel empty or you feel like distraught because when you're born and bred in those chaotic environments, your nervous system doesn't understand what peace is. Peace and quiet and harmony and stuff feels like boring or feels like it's not fun or exciting or the spark isn't there. So a lot of people will go back to the toxic relationship or, or move back in with their toxic family or whatever. When the fact of the matter is, It takes a while for your nervous system to adjust to peace when you've only known trauma and chaos. So I wanted to kind of talk to you about that. So I think that, so through shadow work, you know how I was just like always fucking just overdoing it and I wasn't resting and I wasn't whatever. Well, I realized through shadow work that I chose to take on that chaos because everything around me was so calm. Like I had set myself up in like a calm peace in my life. So I didn't have any kind of like chaos, like was my energy. Like that's what fueled me being manic meant that I was like making things happen and getting things done. And that's the only way that I could feel like productive or like I was doing anything. And so recently I found that I have this like extra time for resting and for meditation and whatever, but I'm literally doing the most that I've ever done. And I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like, damn, like that's because I learned the balance. I learned how to prioritize my time and set myself up and have rest in between instead of trying to overdo it and pack things in to make things happen immediately that can be spread out. And that's how I feel like, you know, I know we have different schedules because we live in different time zones. So that's like really cool that we're able to bring it together. And like, I would rather us have that flexibility than like, feel like, you know what I mean? It's just like, there's no pressure. Like, we'll just get it done. We'll just make sure that we make it happen. Like that's Mm -hmm. my philosophy. Like right now I have a few things to do. Um, but I prioritized cleaning and doing my laundry earlier because I knew that I would feel much better and happier in a clean environment to do those things to like, whatever. So, you know, I think priorities of what's going to make you more productive is the most important. Cause like I could have done the things earlier, but then would have been mad at myself because I didn't change my sheets and do all the other stuff I wanted to do. So it is. I love how like laid back, literally like 
this friendship, I've never had any kind of stress of like, oh, but like, if I tell her that I need to reschedule, she's going to be like really mad. Like, you know, there are those people that you're just like, I don't want to say anything because they're going to get upset. You're literally always just like, oh, that's fine. It's whatever. And like, you know, and vice versa. You're like, I'm just not feeling it today. Let's whatever. And I love that. It's so calm and chill and relaxing. I'm like, this is everything. Today I did a bunch of spell work and the spell was like popping off and I was like just feeling all this energy for tonight. And I personally am glad that we don't have like a set day that we do it every week. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're always going to record on Thursdays, period. Like, I, I like that we don't because I feel like when the energy is better, that's the better time to do something. You know what I mean? So I'm real big on like saying no or or rescheduling like Sometimes like straight up spirit will have me like delaying people's readings and then like three or five days will go by and they'll be like, I know why you had to delay my reading, you know, because like something happened that had to happen before they got the reading. And I think that's what's really cool is like when you are walking in alignment, I'm not walking on the time scale of like the man-made construct. It really doesn't exist. It's more of an energetic thing that I kind of set the tone of like, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. I, I'm never like, I need to do all this on this day or I hate like being too rigid, I guess, with my schedule. I like flexibility because the energy sometimes is off or better. Yeah, no, I like it because sometimes like you feel more inspired to have conversations and to like actually have things to say. And um, I've noticed that, you know, scheduling the other podcasts sometimes there's a different day that I feel like we should do the interview and I'll last minute be like, Hey, can we actually do it tomorrow or whatever? Because, or do you have time today? Because it just feels like better alignment and we'll record it that day. I just yeah. believe in following that too. Cause there always ends up being a reason. For sure. And so many people get stuck on timelines. I think that's what I work with my clients the most with is like not worrying about a timeline, not needing to know when, just knowing it will. That's the most important thing. I think that, helps me manifest whatever I'm working towards is like I don't care when I just know that it will you just tell me that it will if I stay doing what xyz I need to be doing like I know I need to do those things and then it will it doesn't mean that when I finish those that it will it just means that somewhere in that momentum it will like that's where I think that you find a lot more peace in your like path to as just like a, a new person approaching spirituality or someone who is seasoned in spirituality like that peace that comes from just knowing that you can have faith in the unknown and trust in that and literally don't need to worry about six months from now or two years from now if you're walking in alignment you're walking in you know your calling or whatever spirit's telling you to do at that time and you're doing that that's all that matters go off Polly pocket I know I'm feeling inspired. I, I swear I did this spell earlier. I cleaned out my spice cabinet. I've been doing this thing where every weekend, at least I pick something like I want to clean out all those bins or I want to clean out my sock drawer or I want to clean out the spice cabinet or like whatever. And then while I'm doing laundry, you know, because laundry is one of those things you got to change, fold, change, fold, change, fold, all yeah. the stuff. So if you walk away from laundry, that's when shit sits in the dryer and it does not get folded. Right. So if I have other little tasks that can be completed, like in between loads of laundry, not something that's going to take me like forever, I've been doing that. 
So I went through, like I said, like, like I went through the junk drawers. Um, I went through underneath my bathroom sink, like just randomly, like every weekend for like the last four weekends, I've just randomly picked something. I can't, I can't think of her name and I will as soon as you say it, but witchy wisdoms. Sean Ingle. Thank you. Um, so posted on Instagram just like videos of her house and it's like the most zen beautiful like energy and I'm like please just come organize my home please well her home she has all these different little like corners like like this corner and that corner yeah different rooms but they're not two different rooms it's in the same room it's pretty interesting how she's done that like to be able to have different places to record but it looks like it's a totally different space completely it's interesting so that's what I was trying to do with so when we first moved into this house um we had a spare bedroom and I set that up as the podcast room and it was a really big room and I was decorating every wall differently so that it could be a content room and and I was doing two rooms on each wall so there so there was gonna be like eight different spots or seven different spots but then my father-in-law moved in there and so I've been out here in the dark abyss and it's been fucking dope because nobody can hear the conversations that I have in here when I do readings for people like I don't have to overhear any noise any whatever and so for the longest time I was like oh well I really wanted to be in the house. Like it gets cold out here. It's whatever, but this is so much better than it would have been inside. I personally have to rearrange a room in my house. Like every two months, I I don't like get new stuff, but I like change everything. Like I move stuff from different rooms into the next room. Like, I don't know. I like variety. Like I like to change stuff. Like, honestly, I'm one of those people that could constantly stay in a home renovation and probably be okay with that, but I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to not do that because <laughs> I like really am like that. Like I'm in that era of my life where I just like want to make things exactly the way I want them to be. And spirit keeps telling me to chill, like just chill. Like you're going to build a house. It'll be like you want it to be like, just calm the fuck down. Don't just start ripping out your bathroom because you want to do something you know so I've been trying to like not feed into like the urges but it's the Venus in Taurus like me being a Taurus and having Venus in her home she's ready to decorate the motherfucking home like the moon rules the home and the moon rules my birth chart so it's like moon and Venus in my chart is like let's decorate let's take everything off that wall and rearrange it let's just take everything off the wall and clean it dust it like just random shit like the spice cabinet today and I'm like I actually found some really cool stuff in there that I forgot that was in there so there's some that spices well not just spices but I had bought some cinnamon sticks for spells like that was the only reason I bought them but they're in the spice cabinet so I found those um I found two jars of I had dried rosebuds the mini ones and dried candula flowers that I used and I had a whole bag of lavender like just random herbs like just things that I just yeah and that got stuck in the spice cabinet yeah. um dude I've been getting so I discovered going to the dollar store for like witchy items and dude it's blowing my fucking mind you can get I did not know and everything is a dollar 25 now yeah so the they can drink yeah it's ridiculous um but they but it's a dollar 25 now 
for everything. And they have everything. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, girl. I go there all the time. Well, you should have told me sooner, keeping the secrets. Woman, that's the spot. Like, sometimes they'll have really cool, like, Zen, like, little Buddha ring holders or, like, little elephant ring holders and stuff. Like, real cute, like, little, like, and I don't know if you have the store. It's called Five Below. Mm -mm. Okay, well, we have this place here called Five Below, and literally everything's $5 or less, and it's dope. Like, normally I'll go- That sounds like Family Dollar. No, it's not like that though. It's like it's dedicated directly towards like really cool stuff. Like they have a whole Zen mm-hmm. section, like fire stuff. They have clothes, they have t-shirts, like they got fire stuff. It's kind of like a Rue 21 if everything was five dollars. Or like a Ross if everything was five dollars. Oh shit. Like, I wanna go. They have like a wall of candy, like a wall of cards. Like I'd be it's spending kind of too like much if money. you have someone like a kid or someone that you're going to buy a gift for, I go in there and I buy a backpack. They're $5. Normally they're cute. Like have like a unicorn or something on there. And I spend $20 additional. So 25 and I fill up the backpack. These kids, like my friends and these kids lose it when I do things like that for their birthday, because you can get so much for $25. It's insane, but it's like really cool, like dedicated themes and stuff. Like they, yeah, it's cool. That sounds dope. Like they had these chakra candles one time and I went in there and I found all seven chakras. Another reason to move to Kentucky. I had all seven chakra candles I got from there and I've waited forever to burn them because they were sacred. I feel like if I lived near you, I feel like we I would always be with you. Oh. I don't sister. know. <laughs> I would always be with you. Okay. Like now, I don't know. I don't you. know. I just feel like I She's like, know. if I move there, I'm probably not going to go home. I mean. That's why I'm like, it might be a problem. My husband will be like, um. Yeah, like, where are you? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, we were you like here. a duplex or you just live next door. So it's like. We're both home, but we're just one wall between us. I told, I told, uh, so Mac had been listening to our conversation when I was like, I'm sending him to your house. And you're like, he can have three days. I love kids. And then when I stopped, when I got off the phone with you, he was like, are you really going to send me to her house? Do you even know her? What if she's mean to kids? What if she puts me in her oven? Oh my God. <laughs> wow. He, he didn't want to come to my house. And I was like, I was like, no, it's Paige. And he's like, oh, I didn't know who you were talking to. I'll go. Oh, God. Oh, Percy thinks I'm going to put him in the oven. And now he's. He didn't realize who it was, I guess. He just thought I was talking to some random person. He was like, Are you sure that that's cool? Right. What's crazy is I was kidding about that. I would not send my kid to Kentucky and not come to see. Like, I would not bring my kid. (laughs) Um, guess what? Yes. I have so much to tell you. So I recently found out that the algorithm on TikTok is now pushing your videos out to more local people. Oh, that's a new update that they did. I heard someone like do this big thing on it. And then it kind of like, it got me thinking because all of a sudden there's been several different people like, I live in Kentucky. I live in Kentucky. I live in Kentucky. And I was like, wondering if it was because I started hashtagging you know 
Kentucky and I you know like just a few times not like a lot like barely and I then I was like why am I getting all these like out in the mud and like look at my big truck and you know like people <laughs> with mullets and like people walking down the Nashville strip like like regularly um so it was like weird right and I was like what's going on like I've seen too many of those real big sunglasses and like <laughs> dip cans on my on my feet but then I found out that yeah it's basically the new algorithm update or whatever for like TikTok is sending it out to more local people like because that's why they want you to tag your location now so somebody commented on one of my posts in the next door I did this like ad for um like mediumship readings or whatever and this guy comments and he's like hey I would love to have a reading but instead of giving you money how about I give you gifts from the earth and I was like that this means that I would have to meet this person to get gifts from the earth maybe they were some dope crystals though <laughs> and give, I know and so that's in my mind right is I'm like I'm like dang maybe he has cool rocks but also that's like hey I have candy get in my van to kids <laughs> but then I have to give him an address I mean see what I mean so I'm like I I could be like drop them in a bag behind the trash can at the 7-Eleven on Broadway and drive away you know but like I don't know so I just it's time to get that pillow box because you got gifts from the earth coming you might be turning down some dope ass like honks of something cool because there's people I don't yeah like I bet you it's fucking so cool but yeah I guess I need a P.O. box because gifts from the earth would be dank as fuck but I'm not gonna meet up with somebody in person for a box of rocks like what a way to like imagine if it's somebody who's just trying to entice witchy bitches and he's just like I've got rocks you know hold on it depends because what if he was like I'll give you a cathedral amethyst I'd probably be on the way and if he had that I would just I would have to bring my my guard dog and my AK with me here. My guard dog, she shows up bulletproof vest, fucking ready to go. Ready. You know, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you never know. It really could be something really cool. And I would have I know, a, but Paul, the like, thing about I, me I would, is. I'd be like, when I receive said item in said packaging, I will do a reading. <sighs> I was so strange. I got a PO box. He can send it to me. No, I'm down for like, I want gifts from earth. Okay. I just like strangers. I just, I just think everybody wants to touch your butthole and you can't just be letting everybody entice you. I don't know. I mean, I guess just you're so chill and laid back and you do like you would be the one who's like I'm gonna meet this guy at the coffee shop for crystals and you'd end up having like some crazy story about how now it's your best friend and you know it's wild I'll tell you a story about crystals so (laughs) I used to take these intuitive development classes on zoom and I met people from all over the place and like a lot of people from Kentucky and it was really cool and there was this guy that was talking about these crystals that he would get from a girl that lived in a camper and I was just like so mesmerized about this because he was like no she's like got like 
more crystals in this camper than like like living stuff you know what I mean like it's a crystal emporium and I was just like oh my goodness I was so like fascinated so he ended up giving me her information and I ended up contacting her through Facebook and at the time she was like yeah you know we're looking to open up a shop space but like most of our inventory is packed away like I can send you some pictures well the pictures I mean it was kind of dark so she was like, look, let's just schedule a day and you can come over here and you can go through everything and I'll just price you as you go. And like the more you buy, I'll give you a discount. So I just showed up to this like mobile home park that is literally full of like RVs and stuff. Like people live in them full time and went into this lady's camper. This was like two years ago. That's who I just went and scooped crystals from tonight. And I've got everybody on her Facebook group. She's having a huge sale. And I told her, I said, I promote you like you're my sister because she hooks it up. Like, it's crazy. The piece that she sold me tonight, if that was like in a crystal shop, say like in New Orleans or or even here, it would have been a $200 piece. She sold it to me for $30. I was on the way quicker than you could PayPal me. I was like, send me an invoice. I want to pay for everything. So I know that we're good and I'll come later <laughs> because she lived in a camper for a long time and literally it was just mainly crystals and it was the most interesting. Is she still in a camper? No. So over the winter, it was too cold for them to stay in the camper because now they have a baby. And mm -hmm. so they were staying with family for about a month until it got warmer. And when they got back, there was like a leak and black mold basically covered the entire camper while they were gone. So they had to just get rid of it. She's like, there was no way that we could clean it or do anything. And they were like, well, I'm glad that they were out of the camper when the black mold took over though. Like there's a reason that it happened like it did. Yeah. So now um, they're in a house and they were on a moving sale. So I've been adding people to her Facebook group. I think I sent you an invite because she's got some amazing things on there for like eight, 12 bucks. And literally they're like $75 at any crystal store or more probably like she. Okay. I'll take a look. She's with it. The crystal. So trust me, the gifts from the earth, we may need to revisit. I, I don't have a problem with the gifts from the earth. I just don't want to be abducted and have my arms cut off and be thrown down a cliff. All right. You just have him drop him off to your husband at the food truck. What an idea. Yeah. See why we need to live near each other so that I can get these ideas from you all the time. I know you're imagine the advice you can give me in person this is what happens in one hour this could really get crazy if there's a really dope gift from the earth like he's not just talking he's got to show you he's got to show you what his hobbies are right, I'm about to be like are you a shower or what <laughs> where them gifts at boy where them gifts at where's <laughs> well, honestly, part of earth? I am um, I'm about tired of the matrix testing me with everybody coming out with a cherry collection, like not just one brand. There's like another I've been brand. noticing it. And I keep wanting to send you shit. And then no. I don't send it to you. Shouldn't because you want me to tell you right now, they got, I, I already know deep in it. It's everywhere. I turn everywhere. I look. And then I don't know what else to say. It's everywhere. If y'all see cherry stuff, send it to my PO box. I got y'all. Love you. You want everybody sending it? I mean, if you're going to purchase it, send it to my PO box. I mean, I wouldn't deny it, but the Matrix is testing me with it. It's like, spend money, spend money. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm not. I don't need that. And then they're like, well, let me text you four times this week to tell you that the cherry collection is selling fast. 
So they told me earlier. They text me that and say that. I'm like, they want you to do it. Give them back their money. I'm not. I haven't. I haven't. But it's a. It's definitely like when you have something in your reality, it shows up so much everywhere. Yeah, and you have to keep on like denying it, denying it, denying it. Because if you give into it, then it keeps on continuing to happen for you to get more and for you to get different and do different and whatever. Trust me. It's crazy. I really love your nails. I'm really loving them too because they're my real nails. Are they really? How do you do that? She does this really cool thing that I've never seen done before. Um, she calls it a rubber base. She says it's not gel, it's rubber. And she won't put your nails in water. She said if you go to a nail salon and they put your hands in a bowl of water to give you a manicure and then put polish or nails on after that, she said your nails absorb water. It takes like six to 12 hours for them to actually completely dry out. So the fact that they're then putting instant polish or product onto your nail, there is a chance that that moisture and retention makes your nails brittle. It could create fungus, you know, like a lot of stuff. And so I don't know. Oh. Yeah. So when she said that, that really made sense. Cause she does a dry manicure where she sprays it with this like stuff that kind of shreds your cuticles a little bit, but it's like, I don't know, whatever. And then it dries. And then she like uses all these tools. Like I've just never seen no one do it. Like I got, she uses this little electric brush and like brushes them and, that sounds like an experience. It's actually really cool because I like going to people that do like unique things of their own. Like, yes, there's a million places you can get your nails done, but like, this is like one girl and how she does it, not how she was told to do it, you know? And I like that. So I just started going to her recommendation from a friend and I'm, I'm vibing. I like her. I really want to. So there's this school out here and I might've told you about it but there's a cosmetology school here and they have like a full salon and spa. And in order for the people to be able to graduate, they have to have hours on the floor and they have to have clients in there or whatever. So I went in there uh, once for a haircut, they did a pretty good job. And I went in there once to get my nails done and an eyebrow wax. And I liked it there. The nails weren't like super awesome, but they literally charge like for a full set of acrylic dollars. It's like, or nails, it's like $14. Crazy. Like sometimes you'll be like, it's okay if my left pinky's a little bit janky because I didn't spend 60 and sure. um, you can tip the students directly. And so since it's so cheap, I'll be like, here's 30 bucks. Thank you so much. You know what I mean? What happened to you getting your nails done? I haven't seen you have your nails done. I stopped for a little while because I had had them on for so long consistently that I just wanted to strengthen my nails. And I, now my nails are at the point where I've been looking at going and getting it done again, but like I wanted to be taking vitamins and doing things. And, um, I don't know. I just, you know, I like, I like yeah, I'm, I'm actually too. at my year anniversary of no acrylic. Like the last time I got acrylic was like mid January, 2022. Like I got it at the beginning and then I had it till mid January and then I stopped and I've just done shellac. But now this stuff that she does, I really like. So I don't know. I miss having acrylics and I'll probably like for my hands personally, I just feel like, I feel like my hands look like the thumbs from Spy Kids. And so <laughs> I like, 
<laughs> what? So I like to have acrylics because it just makes my hands look more ladylike. You're a fucking crackhead. I cannot believe you just said that, but now I have a story for you. So my aunt married this man. They've been since I think getting a divorce, but anyways, they were married for a long time. So he's like my uncle. We used to go visit his family up in New York and his family loaded like his family got that money, 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 honey. The antagonist from Spy Kids, like the bad guy, whatever. Yeah. The the extended family of my uncle, like his cousin or something, dated that dude. Like this gay dude dated that dude from Spy Kids. And there's this photo that my aunt sent to me one time. And it's the dude from Spy Kids, the other guy, his name's Bob. And uh, Kim Kardashian's in the background at a table in like this dress. So she's like, no biggie, just Kim K photobombing this pic right now of like you know like the family chat and she knew I'd get a kick out of it just because like spy kids and all that's like from my generation and at that time this was like probably I don't know at least 10 years ago like that was way before I think like Kim was ever with Kanye like this was a long time ago so she wasn't that big then like right so wherever they were at I don't know it was just like some dinner in New York like some big fancy something it's crazy but I just thought like how wild is that? Because that dude from Spy Kids like is like a staple to my childhood. Floop? Wasn't that his name? Whatever. Whatever his name was. I don't know. I think it was it was like it was like Floop or some shit. Pretty sure. <laughs> right now, shout out Vibing with Sleazy. So my friend is coming through because he basically was introduced to me from this girl, Shelby. I've never met Shelby ever, but Shelby contacted Sleazy and was like, you should have this girl on your podcast. I want to know more about her. She's really cool. And so when he originally contacted me, I was weird about it. Cause like, it's a guy, I don't know him. He wants me to come to his house, like whatever. So the Shelby girl was like the biggest like supporter of that, like really wanting me to go onto the podcast. So she started a business. She makes candles and they're like spiritual candles. She puts crystals in them. They're really cute. And she's selling them for like $10 or something. So I I told her I would get three of them. You know, I was actually going to use them as gifts because I wanted them months ago. But then like every time we tried to meet up, it just has not worked out. And so tonight I knew we had to record the podcast and like our time frames didn't line up. So I texted him and was like, could she drop those candles off to you? And I'll just Venmo her. And he's like, just texting me to say that she's going to bring them over. That's <laughs> so, awesome. That's really fire because, um, I definitely, definitely want those candles. You say you talking about candles, maybe you have to light an incense. Well, I have an incense going, but these ones have like crystals in them and like I said the way she made them they're cute and then like her brand is like little spooky candle company or something like it's cute like I think you'd really like it like the way the way they look online they're super cute so I'm excited so I've been having this idea because so Brian has the food truck and they get rid of so much fat off of the meat that I was researching turning that into candles. So then I'm not just throwing it away. I can utilize it for business or whatever. 
And so now I'm looking at learning how to like make candles. And I think that that would be so dope. And candles keeps on coming up ever since I like had that thought and started researching it. Like Yankee Candle reached out to Brian to give him samples, like free samples for no reason. And um, everybody to- just keeps talking about candles. I used to make them, but I would just experiment with them. And a lot of my candles were a fucking fire hazard because I would put too many, too much herbs, too many spices. I had too much shit going on with them for real. Like they're so fun to make though. They're easy to make all candles. I mean, I don't know about with fat, just with wax. You just double melt it like you would chocolates. I mean, it's like really cool, but you can get an Amazon kit. I literally wouldn't be interested in making candles probably if it wasn't for trying to figure out I just think like if you have something that's a huge profit loss then like figure out how to make it profitable in a different area and so that's where I'm like all I know what to do with it would be making soap or candles and candles sounds way cooler than soap well that sounds interesting. It sounds like you're pulling that from the olden days there, burning it on the fat. Shut up, I'm fucking Amish over here trying to make some beef fat yeah. candles. Yeah, I'm like, damn, sis, did you pull this out the soul blueprint? Is this, uh, does this feel, feel called to it? You know what? I had an interesting conversation. Speaking of like soul blueprints, I had an interesting conversation at dinner the other night with my husband because I was like, he said something about ghosts or something. And I said, so do you believe, oh, I I asked him, I said, is there any time, like time period that you feel connected to that you feel like you've lived in that time period before? Like, does that, is there anything? And he goes, no, not really. He's like, I've always liked Western times, but like, I don't really believe that in reincarnation or that your soul's done anything before. And so it just like opened up this like huge conversation because I was like, so how do you think that like mediumship works? And he's like, I have no idea. And so I learned that like he and I, he just has a completely different, he, yeah, he just doesn't believe in in anything, like that anything happens, but he, his mom was Wicca when he was growing up. And so she was a very specific, like, kind of magic. And she never focused on what happened, like, when people die or anything. And they had a haunted house. So when he thinks of death, he thinks of, like, negative ghosts. And that's it. A lot of people only are entertaining the idea of an earthbound spirit. I don't work with earthbound spirits. Like, if you're trapped here, don't come to me. Yeah, I agree on my own shit like I I don't know like that's why like I really heavily work with my protector god because like I don't I don't fuck with that like if I go somewhere and it's haunted I can acknowledge that it's haunted without needing to acknowledge everything that's going on I could sleep there like I can be there like I'm not afraid like or not that I would be afraid but it's like they're I'm not afraid they're gonna like do something to me or you know what I mean some earthbound spirits like ain't fucking around and you probably shouldn't fuck around with them you know what I mean like some of them can be mean and I think sometimes people do get scarred from that experience or being around it without really understanding what's happening too can be scary but I definitely think that opening up the door to spirituality just means like inviting in the spirits that you want to work with and setting that intention and then you're good I have so much advice and so much opinion because I think that 
people dabble in all kinds of shit when they're trying to, how do I say this? I don't think that there's enough conversations about the different kinds of energies when people pass away and how there are different kinds of spirits and the kinds of energies that we connect with in a mediumship reading is very different than ghosts or like energies that are stuck in this physical realm and can't get out of like the energy loop that they're in. And so I think that when people are starting to dabble in like wanting to be able to talk with spirits or they, you know, whatever, I think that they open the door to getting themselves into shit that they shouldn't get into because they're, they don't educate themselves first on just different levels of things. I mean, people don't educate themselves on hardly anything. Like they want to tell them how to do it. I mean, I don't, I don't think that everyone that, what I want to say, how do I want to word this? I think everyone is psychic, but not everyone is a medium. Like not everyone is going to be able to see spirit, talk to spirit and actually be able to communicate with spirits that have passed on. But you can, can talk to spirit as in your own spirit guides, your own spiritual Mm -hmm. beliefs, your own spiritual gods, your own spiritual deities. Like, so when I say spirit, like there's a fine line between like what levels, like you're saying, you can, you can work with, like not everyone's going to be able to talk to their dead grandmother and get a clear message. But then there is people that will be able to, without actually being a medium for other people. Like you may be able to connect with your grandmother or your mother or someone that's close to you, but that doesn't mean you're going to pull through someone else's family member. So that's what I'm saying. I believe everyone's psychic. Like you can get the messages that are meant for you from the ancestors or the people that are meant for you. But as far as like channeling for someone else. So recently, you know, I've had different people and I don't think that there's any intention of like ill will behind it, but just kind of bombarding me with random messages that they say that they got for me or whatever. And I just want to tell all of you all, like, I know some people are developing and they're excited and whatever, but if you're not in a direct relationship to me, as in like, you're not on the Patreon, I I don't really know who you are. I, I don't. I don't follow you. I don't really talk to you. Do not send me a message from spirit because you're working in your ego. You're trying to show me that you have gifts and I don't really care. The only people that I'm emotionally invested in their spiritual journey is the people that I'm working with directly on the Patreon at any level. doesn't matter if it's the the least or the most. It's the same amount of intention that these are my people. They're investing in themselves. They're investing in me and I'm going to show up. I don't have this mentality of like, give me money or don't talk to me. But I do have this mentality is I didn't ask you for the message. You don't have permission to give me a message. And I know, and I promise you that my spirit guides did not come to you with a message from me. You may have watched and speculated your own message from what I put on the internet or your own personal downloads about that but that doesn't mean that came from my spirit guides maybe your spirit guides gave you some information because you know it's nice to feel called to someone but there's a fine line between feeling called and sharing your own experience than being invasive and trying to tap into my energy and my ancestors and what I find is a lot of people who aren't really tapped in want to use very generalized like oh you probably know who that is or you probably know what this means that's fishing you either have evidence that you know what it is or you don't, you have nothing and you need to keep it to yourself. And I just think that just 
everyone listening, don't be afraid to give a message to someone, but just say, hey, do you mind if I pull a card for you? Hey, do you mind if I give you a message? And then they're going to ex exclusively express yes or no. And I just think that that's what scammers do. They bombard you with regurgitated messages and things that make people feel like they're special. I don't feel special when someone's trying to be invasive in my energy. And I already know that my spirit guides will tell you false information to confuse you further. They're not going to actually give you the real information. And I've had plenty of readings where I'm giving someone permission and spirits still being skeptical about relaying that through them because they're like, no, we will talk about that later. Like we, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. you know, I just know like that a lot of people when they're beginning and they're alone, they don't realize that there's ethics, that there's boundaries, that there's expectations when giving messages, but always ask for permission, always say a blessing and don't just message someone randomly without asking for permission. Anytime I've ever had a random message for someone, I write them to get their consent before even channeling it any further because that's invasive and that's not fair to the person see and I yes on that the reading part but I also feel the same about when people continuously reach out to me and have questions and you know at some point the message of like but only if like you have the time for me it gets frustrating because then I feel guilty for like I mean, I do have the time to answer this question right now, but like every day, I don't want to be getting a message with you asking me a question when like, I've told you that I have a service. If you have questions for me, where like, I will give you my time and like sit down and talk to you. And I also have Patreon where I like give advice on the things that you keep asking about. And I keep telling you that this is available. And so at some point, like, I also don't want to be like, fuck you, pay me. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think that's so rude, but I also think that it's rude that, you know, that this is what I do as a business and what I offer. And I've already given free advice and I put so much free content out and I do so many free collective readings and whatever. And you still want me to give you more individually. That is so frustrating. And, and it's something that I'm so uncomfortable voicing because I don't ever want somebody to feel like, well, I'm not going to talk to you if you don't pay me. But at the same time, like these are services. I mean, it's kind of like when you're venting to your hairdresser or your nail dresser or your nail person or whatever, like you're paying them. They're listening yeah. because you're paying them. Apply that knowledge and wisdom to every aspect of your life. Yes, you can have the opportunity to develop a deeper connection with a person, but that is upon receipt of an energy exchange that you believe in this person. When you sign up for my Patreon, I get excited because I'm like, wow, this person's ready to show up for themselves. It's not just open-ended questions in the DMs or whatever. It's like, okay, they're going to take things seriously and they're ready to expand. Then I know your name. Then I see your email. Then I know who you are. Then I see you in my discord. Then I see you on my social media. Then I have an emotional connection to you. So yes, yes. on a regular Tuesday, when you're having a bad day, you reach out and I'm there for you. It's not about like the constant need for attention is what I feel like it is. It's like these people want to feel special because you're talking to them in a sense of like, reading their whole life story and, and giving them advice and all of that. And it's just like, I'm not, you, you don't know me. Like, I know that you may think that you have great and gr good intentions with this conversation, but it's not, it, it just shows me that you think 
well, her DMs are open. She's accessible. I know she has all this other stuff going on, but this is what I want. And it just trumps all the fucking other things. And it's not about paying me. I could literally care less because I know we both have talked about like, we encourage people to sign up for Patreon where they're going to get a lot more value than buying just one expensive reading and not knowing what yeah. to Like we've expressed that. Like I have literally told people when they need to downgrade or whatever because of now it's time to incorporate. Now it's time to reflect. Now it's time to use what I've taught you the last three months to elevate your life. You, I can't walk it for you. If I'm holding your hand the whole time, you don't know where your blind spots are. So you have to go in and out of waves of like constant support to, you know, just going back to what you're doing. And I think so many people don't realize that it's not about the energy exchange. It's about the intention. You've told the universe, this is worth it to me because I'm putting money and my hard energy and effort into it. When you just DM me, that's just you on social media being you. You're going to DM somebody about a freaking everything, anything. You know what I mean? Like this ain't a dating app, baby. I'm not here to sell you anything. You know where to find me. And when you're ready, sign up for what you're ready for. But obviously- you ain't ready. Well, it also takes time and energy away from the people who are signed up for mentorship, who are, you know, and like actually taking the energy to put something towards themselves with the information being given to them, not just out here. I don't know. It's, it's expecting shit for free. And it just, it really bothers me. And, you know, people always hear what we say on here and then they go was that about me and like if the shoe fits if you feel like it's about you it's probably about you (laughs) I mean I personally know what it's like to feel alone on the journey but that's why I got on apps like meetup and whatever and found classes and found zoom calls and found teachers like we can't lead you to all the answers if you're not willing to do a little research yourself like just the facts yeah and yeah I just feel like I do so much on like with people that do mentorship and it's literally cheaper for you to do mentorship than it is for you to get one full reading with me and you get two readings a month and then everything else that's on patreon you know what I mean like it's I've already made it so that like it's not about the money thing. You get more for it, but just give that energy exchange back where like you messaging all the time and like that being what I'm doing and me researching and finding things for you or me helping you with, you know, whatever and telling you how to apply your reading to your life where like that's worth my energy too. And I don't think that anyone who's really a fan or, or like a friend or a client or whatever, I don't, I don't think like any of that's really directed towards anyone personal I know like some people may take it personal but it's not like no, I it's not feel like you have to be up on the patreon to message me no but what I do feel like is if you've got more than two questions that are personal like you could literally google what the moon in cancer means or Saturn in Aquarius means like you could look up a lot of the things that people ask me but they choose not to like what's medium shit what's this You know what I mean? Like, so that's where I start drawing the line of like, this gets on my fucking nerves. I know some people like, maybe they don't know what the Patreon means. So I kind of, you know, lead them to that. But like, at the end of the day, I just think that a lot of people want 
stuff for free, like it, whether it's in the promotion, music industry, wherever people just want free beats. They want free pictures. They want free this, free that. Like I like doing trades with people. Like I'm so cool with doing trades. Like anyone listening that has a service or an art or whatever, DM me. I'm always open to trades. I know some people think like that's a weird or degrading question, but like I'm always open to trading card decks, trading art, trading readings, trading whatever. So like if you got something and you think that I might like it, DM me and I totally will be open to it. Cause you've got gifts from the earth. You just reach out. You, to Paul. you just call me, baby, because I'll be ready. And the gifts from the earth is literally this podcast, this connection. Mercury's in retrograde and he has been so fucking nice to us. Everything has been so aligned. Everything's been actually spot on. So when you act nice and you act right, the universe rewards you all. And I just want everyone to know that it's not about the money. It's about your intention. If you're afraid to invest in yourself, you're telling the universe, I ain't shit. I ain't worth it. I'm not this. I'm not that. That's why you're not getting results It's because you're not investing in yourself. Whether it's a class, a makeover, a card deck, a gym membership, I don't care what it is. Do it. Do those things. Like whether or not you join the Patreon being more dedicated to yourself, your own personal growth and putting money towards things that matter, not material, not physical. Like if you can get your nails done, then you can invest in Patreon. Or if you do this, you can do that. Like that's the thing is like spirit opens the doors for you when you tell the universe, I deserve this. I'm worth this. I'm worth whatever it is. The time, the energy, you know, the abundance, like I'm worth it. And that's when things come to you. That's when doors open for you. I just love listening to you and your inspirational mantras when you just go off on all the listeners and just I'm just leave them inspired. I'm smothering you all because we all need a mom sometimes, even if we don't have one. Oh my god, Polly Pocket Mom Edition. Well, no, I know. I can't wait. Okay, I can't wait because we're gonna absolutely have to do a merch line where it's Polly Pocket and then each edition that I've ever mentioned on the podcast because I'm all, like, that's my shit. Well, this is Polly Pocket ready to go to bed edition. And <laughs> I love you all. I think you all are amazing. I know that a lot of people are stepping out of their comfort zone. I know a lot of people are new to the podcast, new to our communities. And we just want you all to know that we love you all. We really do appreciate the fact that you see value in what we say and like our content and like we don't we don't forget about that like we are extremely humble when it comes to it we may talk a lot of shit but like that's because 97 people a day are like hey do you mind just doing this for free when I know you do it for a business but like and I know you don't know me and I know I've never done nothing for you but do you care would you care I mean I know I'm a single mom and like I have seven kids and I just want to know I need a reading can I get one from you and I've had messages yes very similar to that and they guilt trip you and they throw in the guilt and they project and they do this fear thing and then they'll be like yeah I just been suicidal and I just really don't know who to turn to and like I understand that like sometimes maybe you do need someone but at the end of the day it's your delivery with it it's your delivery it's your projections it's like you owe me something because you exist that turns me off from it like granted if you are suicidal, my DMs are open. Like I will, you know, do what I can, but don't come to me in a sense of like, you've got something I want. So I'm going to use this fear mongering energy to get what I want. 
because a yeah. lot of use it as a weapon. Yeah, like I can read that intention. Like I feel like I know when someone's genuine in their, you know, depression or questions or whatever. And like, and I see that and I answer that. So like, if it's actually genuine, it's a little different than just the daily, hey girl, messages. Today's really rough. Can you please pull a card for me? Yeah. That. Yeah. But we you love- point that perfectly because a lot of times I find that you end up explaining the way that I mean for things to come out when they come out. And it's hard for me to, sometimes I feel like articulate things the way that I mean to, because it always comes out way ruder than I expect, Mm -hmm. but I'm like in my head, I'm thinking, say it nicely. And like, this is, yeah. So there you go. Well, I personally think that everyone that actually has made it this far in our podcast is already on the way up. Like I'm so biased to your all's journey. Cause I'm like, no, those are my people. Like I they agree. see the fucking vision. Those are the people that matter. And, you know, we're still talking about doing that retreat in spring 2024. Like the thing about that is like, we're not going to charge you all for what we're teaching and what we're doing. Like we're basically, you got to get there. You got to transport yourself there. You got to have somewhere to stay. Like, you know what I mean? Like it will be arranged probably that the place that we get will be big enough for people to to stay there. And then that will be the money applied. But like what we're doing is going to be giving back to everyone. Like it's going to be like a free seminar, a free retreat. Like, but when we say free, like you're paying for your own food, you're paying for where you sleep and you're paying how you get there. And that's that. So I think that's going to be really cool for people to actually meet us in person, feel the energy, see, like, it really isn't about money. It really is about community for me personally. And I know that a lot of the people around us maybe don't have a lot of money. So we don't ever want you all to think like, oh my God, I can't write them and share this because I'm not on their Patreon. That's not it. It's like, when you write me in the first sentences, it's like, well, my brother just died and my mom got AIDS and my cousin's on crack and I need a read. Like, that's where we just got to like, like, fuck off. Not mama got AIDS. Like, fuck off. Shit. Like, don't hit me with the guilt trip. Leave me alone. Like that song. Keep your mama's stories to yourself. You don't Leave have time. me alone. No, I'm actually so excited about that. Um, retreat idea and all the things that we've just talked about behind the scenes that you and I have in fruition and I just love it all wait till we I can't wait till our powers are combined in person I know I'm really excited for what's going to come when we do meet in person because I do think that it's going to be a lot of ideas and just being able to make TikToks and like it would just be cool for us to be able to be around each other and just bounce ideas yeah i agree all right well should i let you go to sleep i'm gonna make a grilled cheese and i'm hoping the bread doesn't have mold on it so everybody i hope that for you too gross what do you mean gross like moldy ass bread you miss me with that you know my mom used to do when cheese had mold in the fridge should be like oh it's fine you just cut off the piece that has mold and like I simply could never it the yeah, whole block has to go <laughs> yeah you so, do that so my mom had some cheese at her house and like only like one or two pieces had mold on there so I ate the two that didn't yeah I've done it I've done it baby 
you never know. You never know, baby. You, gotta, you do know. You do know. You saw the mold. Never know. Hopefully, this bread is hitting different. Pray. What kind of bread is it? Sourdough. So oh, it, yeah, it's baby. Because it's already sour. No, I don't know. Hopefully, it did. Because I got cheese and I'm ready. But we love you all. And we hope that everyone is living their most prosperous and best 2023. And we will be back on Wednesday. Bye.